are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I'm here with my co-host, May Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello, guys. You guys have anything you want to talk about? Anything of interest that's popped up in your lives recently? Well, I was going to um, talk about something that, that I noticed in sports. And it's kind of something that's been bothering me a while. It's the whole like sports culture of it being acceptable to slap somebody on the butt. Right. Um, when you're playing with, with another person. And it's come up a couple times recently. I don't know if you guys have seen uh-uh. Um, at the LSU um, national championship game, Odell Beckham Jr. got in trouble because he slapped a cop on the butt oh, uh, as yeah. he was uh, in the locker room, like celebrating with the guys, and he was all happy. It's on. Vi- this whole thing's on video. He's like all happy, and then he slaps the cop on the butt, like thinking it's okay. But did the cop? Was he doing a good job? <laughs> I don't think did the cop. He? Yeah, he wasn't in the game. So <laughs> was it a passing or was it like the bongos on the on the butt? <laughs> it was just I a did. nice, nice, solid slap. I do that to Jenny a lot. Well, she's focused on something. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, and then there was a there was a basketball player, uh, Tristan Thompson, for the Cavaliers, who was uh, got ready to shoot a th- shoot a free throw, and the guy walked past him and he slapped him on the butt, and he got a technical foul and got kicked out of the game for it. So yeah, it's this whole culture that for some reason it's acceptable to do that, or it used to be, but I guess now people are uh, a little bit touchy about it. So yeah, I think it was. It's an early 80s thing, too, that's probably big in baseball. A lot of crotch grabbing and of your own and then slapping other guys on the butt. I don't know. In this generation, if, it, if it's going to last. Yeah, the Me Too generation, I think, is putting the kibosh on uh, slapping another athlete on the butt. So I, I think I remember in the one year of college baseball, a lot of ass slapping, a lot of <laughs> attaboy, you hit it hard, you're, you know... You hit it hard and you run back to the dugout and you get a good hearty slap on the ass. <laughs> There's a lot of mention of uh, grab ass, playing grab ass. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Was that what Dirk Dunbar said to Matt all the time? Oh, he said that to he said that to us once. He got really mad because people were in the locker room slapping each other with towels, you know, as you do when you're bored. But he came in and said, uh, hey, you guys, stop playing grab ass in the locker room. Yeah, that's the problem is there's a fine line between it's encouraged to slap on the butt to encourage, but then you cross over into playing grab ass and the coach just catches you. <laughs> and that is frowned upon. Yeah. Interesting. The only thing I got is that I noticed in TV shows, there's two things they don't do. They don't say goodbye on a cell phone. They just hang up. And they also shut their uh, laptops really abruptly before anything shut down. Have you noticed that? I never thought of it till now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They never say, all right, goodbye. Talk to you later. And then they are on their laptop and they always just shut their laptop. That's my uh, country. (laughs) Those are the things I've noticed over the last month. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder. You wonder about the guy on the other end of the call. It's like, hello? 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 Uh, What? I'm going to start doing that. I think that's awesome. Leave them wondering. It's the new version of the old cowboy and Western movies where I commented how when they pull up their horse to the saloon, they just throw the the leather thing over the post. They don't tie it. You have a a version of eye for stuff like that because I was watching a movie where they did that. They just lay. I don't know what that piece is called, but they just laid it over the thing. (laughs) And I'm like, What's stopping the horse from just being like, I'm getting the hell out of here. I know. It, it just knows to stay there. It's I just guess. that leather piece. And they're like, they just kind of like are like, they, they ah. couldn't lay it more carelessly. 
Yeah, it's just like yeah. laid on there. Like, ah, you stay here, you horse. <laughs> I'm going to go drinking for a while. You better be here. But I saw uh, a movie and I laughed because I'm like, Aaron was right. One of the funniest things I've heard about movie, and, I, and it was in some article or some movie interview. Anyway, the guy said that he had a best friend that whenever they were in the theater and they said the name of the title of the movie in the movie, he would go, <laughs> like in the theater really loud. And I thought that is one of the funniest things. And so that's always stuck with me every time I'm watching a movie and they see the title of the movie. I mean, Jenny does it too. I want to go. All right. So today our topic is uh, men's fashion. Us three are at the forefront of it. (laughs) When I told Jenny that was the topic, she's like, what are you going to (laughs) contribute? Uh, what do you guys i don't even know where to begin i i'll begin with this this is my theory and i I don't and actually i wanted to talk it out with you guys i naturally don't think that a man should draw any attention to himself physically whether it be anything that he does that's not related to work or thought it shouldn't draw attention to a man that's my opinion what if you looked like say if we looked like chris bryant or josh dumel or whatever that guy's name is what right. if we looked like that? Would you put a more of an emphasis on fashion? If I was good looking already, yes, I would go all in. But I'm in the position to not be that. And so I can take an honest, objective view at it, I think. I have nothing to gain from good fashion or bad fashion. <laughs> so, um, But I also think it's like, it's a feminine thing to, and this is always, now that I started thinking about this, talking about it, it doesn't even seem like, it seems not PC, but. It's a, I don't like dressing up and being noticed. To me, it's a, it's a thing a woman does. I don't know if it's even somewhat slightly homophobic on my part. I don't intend it to be, but I intentionally wear plain clothing on purpose. What do you guys where, think? Where does an Aaron Donnelly shop? Um, I get a lot of work polos for free. I, I do this too. This is what I do. And I've done this, I don't know how many times consecutively. I will buy a pair of brown dress shoes for work, and they're like a casual dress shoe. I will buy them, and on my way out, I will throw my old shoes in the garbage can right outside the door, and I will continue to wear the new shoes and then start over the next time I buy. And I've done that consecutively many times. Other than work clothes, I really don't care. But other than that, a pocket t-shirt is fine with me. I love um, a pocket t-shirt. It's very practical. I don't know how I've gone my whole life without a pocket. It's fantastic. It, what's, in, what's in the pocket right now? Oh, I had my paper of my notes for the show, and, which yeah. is perfect because then I knew I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose them. So A man who knows what he wants and knows who he is wears a pocket t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's usually got like a tire gauge in there. Or it's a lot of farting around. It's a good shirt for farting around the house. Do you guys like getting dressed up for events? I have to go to a lot of work functions in the city and stuff, and Ginny will come with me. It feels like all the guys are there in ties and shirts and dress pants, and the women are there showing off how they dressed up their guy. And all the guys are just standing there like idiots and saying, this is how my wife dressed me. Yes. And so the other women can see Jenny dressed me up. Jenny can see how other wives dressed their husbands up. And there's a little bit of like, you just feel like I'm an object. You know who can, men who seem to be able to have made the, I guess the transition or the combination of fancy clothing and still looking manly as Hispanic men, mm-hmm. integrated fancy jeans as an acceptable means of looking manly somehow. 
That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting trick they've done. What do you think about cowboy? Every time I see a guy in full cowboy outfit, I, I think he's wearing an, a costume. It's like a trick-or-treater costume. He mm-hmm. got up and he's wearing this shirt that matches this hat. I don't know. What about cowboy boots? Have you ever had a pair of cowboy boots? I don't think I've like, ever put on a pair of cowboy boots. They, it's, they're weird because they fit well, but you feel like you're clomping around on them. I want to be light on my feet. Let's go through the lineup. Let's start with shoes. I really like uh, moon boots. I wish they were fashionable. (laughs) (laughs) Do they make adult moon boots? I I don't know, but I always feel like I could run really fast in moon boots. They're very lightweight. They are. There was a kid at Madison that wore them like it could be June and 100 degrees and he'd have moon boots. Like the soles are always kind of off crooked to where they're kind of walking on the boot and not even on the sole. There were some lists that some of the worst shoes you can buy and square toed shoes yeah. seem to be really hated. They are. I, I, I have like some. a lot of different lists. I have yeah. some. <laughs> I don't know why people hate square toed shoes so much. Yeah. I just saw that too, Matt. And I was like, yeah, I guess they're right. And I looked down just to verify that mine weren't squared because I didn't remember. But yeah, they're hated. I have square toed uh, brown dress shoes. I went into a gas station once because I had to get dressed up for something and I just had to run in the gas station. And this guy made a big deal about how much he liked my shoes. So I don't mm. think I've worn them since then because it just made me really uncomfortable. I like like low cut sneakers or tennis shoes. Matt, I see you wearing a, a sneaker, low top, new balance, but a generic version of that. That's what I see as your style. <laughs> you have yeah, some, uh, yeah. I, had a pair of, I had a pair of shoes like that. I love new balance. I'm wearing new balance shoes right now. I love them. They're More kind a- of the shoe of the fat man or the fit man. It's the either or. I'm kind of both, if that's possible. <laughs> I can't even remember what types of shoes were popular back in high school. It seemed like I had a lot of penny loafers. Mm. Like you could tight roll with your Z Cavaricci pants. I actually have a note here. Z Cavaricci tight rolled with loafers and no socks. That's That was me. I wore that one day trying to act like it's no big deal. And I got called out by somebody saying, what are you wearing? And I never wore them again. My favorite pair of shoes ever were these Air Maxes. They're they're actually popular now, Nike Air Max with the giant bubble. But I think it was one of the first days I wore them to school and I stepped in a giant crap with them on. And then everyone's noticing it in class. So I had to go to the bathroom, try and clean it out. You ever tried to clean out a huge crap patty from the bottom of a shoe? It's impossible. It gets in the grooves. It gets deeply embedded in the grooves. And when you think it's all gone, it's not. It's still smells. You can't. Nothing there. How do you get into those grooves? I don't I've know. Tried I was, a pen, a pencil. I've tried everything. You can't get into those grooves. I had it off in the stall and was dipping it in the toilet and swishing it around. <laughs> and that was my strategy. All right, let's move on to pants. How many pair of jeans do you guys have? I have one pair of jeans to rule them all. Just one <laughs> pair. I read somewhere, I think maybe it was Calvin Klein that said he only wears one pair of jeans because that's all yeah. you need is one pair of jeans. Calvin Klein has one pair? <laughs> Come on. I think I've he's tried making this He's got to have two. He's got to have at least two. I think I have four or five pairs of, they're all American Eagle, stretch fit. That's what so, mine are. So they look like regular denim, but they stretch. They're good I for love, a fat man such as myself. Yeah, the introduction of spandex into men's jeans has been awesome. The first pair I got a couple years ago, and I was like, this is incredible. And Jenny's like, yeah, they put that in all the women's jeans. It's so nice. I'm it so is. thankful for Jeff Spandex or whoever invented <laughs> spandex and put them into jeans. It's awesome. <laughs> My what? jeans are uh, Sears and Roebuck. I got them before <laughs> Sears went out of business. Whoa. 
I'm going to keep them too because they're going to be collector's items. You don't oh. find a Sears or Roebuck jeans. They probably still say Roebuck on them too. Not just <laughs> Sears. <laughs> they say Roebuck. They do. He, he ordered them out of that black and white catalog from the early 1800s. He ordered a, a house, a piano, and some jeans, and a stack of flour. Women's clothes have certain cut technology like they shape them in certain ways men's haven't really got there that i've seen it's more of just a cookie cutter pant still but if fashion was involved in as much involved in men's clothing there'd be something to accommodate the gut on when you sit down with jeans so you don't and get the hangover yeah there should be a belt technology that automatically adjusts when you sit because that's where men gain weight is their gut and but it's not accommodated for in clothing for men i don't know i think there should be progression there I want a smart belt. I want an eye belt. Let me throw this out. What if there was a, like on women's pregnancy pants, there's like that, like that pouch up there. Hypothetically, they put that on men's jeans. Say American Eagle came out with that option to have that pregnancy pouch. Would you buy them? I would. I would. I'd wear a long t-shirt. It's similar to my, when I go to the beach, I dig a hole, the shape of my gut, and then I put the blanket and I pad it down in the hole. And then I just lay there and it looks like I'm laying flat. But underneath is uh, it's contoured. So wow, that's kind of that's kind of genius. It's super relaxing. It takes all huh. the weight off. It, just don't get up. <laughs> <laughs> just let the tide take you. Yeah. You guys uh, wear shorts much? I I feel like I've had a lot of complaints about my legs through the years. They're very pasty and they're very hairy. I like to keep them covered. Even yeah. when I would coach baseball and stuff, I would always wear whatever with jeans. And one of the guys I coached with is like dude, it's like 95 degrees. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. But you know, it's, <laughs> I'm dying. It's white, thin with dark hair. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I have. It's a recipe for disaster. Uh, it probably my most embarrassing part of my wardrobe is I have a pair of jean shorts, but I love wearing them because <laughs> they're really comfortable. Yeah. They, those can be comfortable. Yeah, they are. I love my jean shorts. They're good for taking a nap in too. If I fall asleep on the couch. You should cut those off so that the pockets are exposed out the uh, bottom that's yes. a good look that look <laughs> never goes out of style it feels yeah. like a florida man kind of thing so but i have some of my shorts are uh get sometimes get a little tight so i wear like the male equivalent of spanks which are like those athletic spandex underwear yeah um, I, I don't know if you guys have those but yep. uh in order to yep. fit into some of the shorts can't breathe <laughs> Push, it's pushing condensing everything it's weird i would like I like jeans. I usually wear jeans and they kind of sag. I would like a saggy front with a tight back, but they don't make that yes. jean. It's not a hammer pant. I always but, feel like uh, the back is sagging and, and hanging off and I don't right. want that. Right. But I don't want it to be too tight in the front. So I want a saggy front and tight back. Is but that what they call back. a drop crotch trousers? Is that what it is? Drop crotch? That's something? I had it on the list of like the worst fashion trends ever with the drop crotch trousers. But I think big in the crotch and uh, and stiff in the back. Hey, let's go on to shirts. Some shirts I notice they don't frame the gut very well, and some shirts do frame the gut well. My favorite shirt is, it's a Fruit Loops shirt. It was Jenny's nightgown, but I can wear it as a t-shirt. And it's like a thin polyester heather feel. 
Mm-hmm. It just it just hangs and frames whatever muscles I have really well. So I love that Fruit Loop shirt. There's t-shirts that I like better than others, but the ones I wear the most are the ones that fit better. Like I have one that's a, it says make it a blockbuster night and it's got a, the old blockbuster logo, but it fits so well right. that I have to wear it. I have a shirt that I got from the Rays game for free. I like a lot of my clothes I got for free and it's a, it's a short sleeve hoodie which looks ridiculous, but it, it it's very comfortable too. I'm a big fan of the like uh, Nike dry fit type stuff. Just your yeah. your run of the mill cotton shirt just no. does not look good on me. I don't have a body for it. No, it frames you like a trapezoid. You need something to hang. But the whole uh, Nike fit, it's like the golf shirt. It's a little dangerous because it creates man boobs pretty easily. Yes, it does. So I always wear a shirt underneath to create a layer of padding to help prevent that. And the other problem with the Nike dry fit stuff is uh, the nipples can be a popping yes. with the dry yes. fit stuff. As much <laughs> as you try to, unless you want to put some pasties over it, it's you're going to have nipples a popping. You guys wear an undershirt under a dress shirt or do always. you wear a button with the chest hair? Oh, always undershirt. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. with Nate on that. If, yeah. I, if I had some Tom Selleck or Ted Danson level chest hair, I'd probably I'd probably do it. But no, it's, uh, it's no picnic under there. So I've done it, but I've been careful to shave around my neck area that would be exposed so i have like a box of shaved chest hair up there like a priest like that square because i know a guy who's got like a a tuft of hair that kind of just comes up from there and it's like all i can look at when i'm talking to him i'm just 100 percent focus on the tuft of hair Um, i just want to like pluck it or just i can't not look at it you know what i mean it just it's become a thing for me i think this is a rule that all men with body hair it should just not be noticeable so don't have too much don't have too little don't have no hair under your armpits but have a little bit but not noticeable it shouldn't draw any attention whatsoever when it comes to body hair there's a whole debate too because that i have is how much to shave body hair because I have tattoos. Mm-hmm. And so in, in one respect, I feel like I could get away with like shaving my arms because I have tattoos on my forearms and things like that. Right. But then again, it's really weird to shave your arms. You ever shaved your hands? Yes. I, <laughs> I've trimmed my hand. I have trimmed my hand hair. <laughs> I have to. After I get into a pool and I, I'm looking around yes. at the water and then I notice my hand yes. and it's like got this floating like off hair. The side. Off the side. Yeah. Terrible. I do it for speed. I just need speed so I can cut through the air. Like Aaron, you always wear facial hair well, and Matt looks like you got a nice little stubble going on, but my facial hair thing's always been a mess. Anytime I've ever tried to, it's been a nightmare because my facial hair is so just patchy and thin. And I, I wouldn't have a beard if I had hair on my head. I mean, that's the only reason why I have a beard, really. That's just that you almost have to have some facial hair. If you see a totally bald guy with no facial hair, it's jarring. It is jarring. It, you yeah. kind of look like a like yeah. you have cancer. Right. I always thought going for the two little tufts of cheek hair would be an interesting move. <laughs> you know how to kind of close up to your, like where your nose is and stuff? You can still grow some hair there. Yeah. I thought that'd be an interesting move. Just kind of grow that out a little bit. But, Shave everywhere, but yeah. like the high cheeks. I don't think I want to be the one to try it, but I just thought for somebody to be an adventurous move. I just, my only one thing I hate with uh, 
facial hair is if you got the hipster beard. Now, what type of beard is that? Because I picture a couple different. Kind of long, thin, and extremely well manicured. Like, Uh, it looks like they spent an hour that morning manicuring their beard. Mm -hmm. Jenny got me a beard comb, a beard brush for Christmas, and I was scoffing at it. But I've kind of gotten addicted to just sitting there watching TV and brushing my beard. It's a, it's become my new thing. It's like a little girl like brushing her doll's hair yeah, or something. I put it in my back pocket and walk around and pull it out. Sometimes on long car rides, I'll just brush it the entire ride <laughs> as we're going. Do you ever uh, stroke the beard thoughtfully? You have to. It's when you have a long beard, you're constantly touching it thoughtfully. Yeah. Let's talk about hats. I look better in a hat. But every time I put one on, I feel a little bit ashamed because you're denying the baldness. You're denying your people. So I usually never wear them. Now, Nate, you struck me. That might be, in my opinion, where you probably venture out into fashion. Is you Do you go with a yes. flat bill? I do. It's. I used to be very anti-flat bill, and now right. I'm approaching flat bill. Yeah. I have a brand new like Rawlings baseball hat that I love, and it's pretty close to flat bill. I can't make myself have a completely flat bill, but it's close. It's really close. Mm, interesting. And I love. I find it. it gives me a hairline. Yeah, it gives me a nice flat. Like you do feel like brand. you have. I think that's why I do it because my hair is getting pretty thin. If you could have hair, but you could only grow like one of the worst mullets. Would you rather be bald or like have a really like crop flowing mullet? Wow. Ooh. I think I'd rather be bald. Yeah. Dang it. And I hate that I have to say that. It's like uh, Peter Cetera. Have you ever seen his hair? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was your only option. You either <laughs> had to be bald or you had to look like Peter Cetera. For me, there's no debate. I would go mullet all the way. Really? <laughs> if I could trade my thin hair that I have now for a mullet right now. Where do I sign? Wow. Can I wear a collared shirt, like a high collar, and tuck the mullet into the back of the collar? No, hang it out. You just got to wear it. You remember the guy at Jefferson that ironically shaved his head into male male pattern baldness? Whoa. That was great. Wow. So bold. It was a bold move. What a pioneer. (laughs) Lately, what I've been doing is I've been trying to go on the sides up a lot higher thinking you know you're kind of moving the where it's cut short on the sides you're moving that up you got to be careful though because you're almost alt-right it's almost an alt-right haircut is it yeah oh you gotta, Dude, i don't want to i don't want to be giving that impression <laughs> i'll just shave it my favorite item of clothing is uh, i've been wearing a house coat for uh, a while now I tell Jenny, I go to the closet when it's Friday and I put it on and that's how she knows the weekend the weekend has begun. And then on Sunday night, I put it back and that's how she knows the weekend has concluded. <laughs> You're like Mr. Rogers. It's got a, <laughs> the it's got a hanger like in the back corner of the closet by itself. It's it is. from the rest of the clothes. Yeah. This is how you know, Jenny. The weekend has concluded. She's just staring at you and like just waiting for you to signify the time and you're like holding it for a minute and you're like, now. In general, men fashion is all about what to avoid. It's a mm. defensive thing. And if you Google it, it'll all the articles will be 10 things not to do. Mm-hmm. It's about avoiding a train wreck with men's fashion. You got to talk about women's fashion at all? Should we even cover it? I don't think I'm qualified. I'm not qualified to talk about men's fashion. <laughs> I will say one thing for women's fashion. I believe that the implo- or the explosion of black yoga pants is driven by female exhaustion over competing with social media posts. So 
the yoga pant is such a good solution for them and it's so easy. And I think it's because of the social media, the impact of that, that it's now all women wear black yoga pants because of it, it because they're exhausted. Well, Lennon was in a class uh, yesterday. It might have been like a human sexuality class. And she was talking about how the girls were on one side of the class and they put the boys on the other side. And the gr- the boys got to ask girls questions and vice versa via like written notes, right? And so one of the questions that the guys asked the girls was, why do you dress so like provocative if we're not supposed to comment about it? And the mm-hmm. girls were all like, that's such a dumb question. We can wear whatever we want. But in some ways, there's kind of a validity there to a teenage boy asking that question. Don't you think? I I think it's an understandable question. Yeah, I think it's good to talk about how to navigate. If a girl's going to dress that way, and and we've evolved to notice those things, and yet we can't comment about it, and yet you're supposed to also be the aggressor if you're the male. You're supposed to be the one to ask them out, to compliment them, whatever. It is a weird area that uh, guys are growing up in. I I believe like wholeheartedly in like respecting women and the whole me too thing and all that. At the same time, there's thousands of years of development as to what hormonally you look for. And it's a, it's a weird gray area, I think for guys. It's a lot of girls. I remember in high school, they'd always say, even guys, you'd say, I want to dress whatever I want to, because it's, I'm expressing my individuality. It's, this is part of me. I'm expressing my individuality. And I never got that. Cause I was always like, those are always people yeah. that actually mean, look at me, I want a ton of attention. <laughs> right. Doesn't it feel that way? I mean, it's not your individuality. Some other company made this shirt that you're wearing. Yeah. Like, Why not express yourself through art or through your conversation or whatever else? That's what I think. It's what through what you do and say is how it should be. If you're all gothed out, you're telling everyone to look at you, look at me, how different I am. But am I also making the same stance by being intentionally plain? Is it the same to err on the side of being super plain? I'm not trying to be intentionally plain. I'm just plain. <laughs> That's fashion to me. That's good. Well, do you guys got anything else you want to contribute to fashion? Well, I, I saw one thing on the list that was like on every list of what's going to be in 2020. And I disagree High-waisted pants. Oh, I and saw I, that. I saw that. You, Matt, you are right. No way. There's no way that's going to catch on. It's been on, it was on like every list, like GQ, Esquire, all these other ones. High-waisted pants. Was that on no way. steveurkel.com? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I bet you $100. That no, I... Not high-waisted pants. <laughs> it was uh, an article written by Bub from My Three Sons. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and for uh, my co-hosts, Aaron Donnelly and Nate Sadler. This is Matt Donnelly. Thank you for listening and please check us out on Twitter at ThinkFunnyPodC1, Think Funny Podcasts. Thanks a lot. Put that house coat on, Aaron. Yeah, get that coat on. on. Signify let us know. Take a selfie. Let us know <laughs> okay. the weekend's on. Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aarondonley.com for today's show notes and much more.